0: رب شوح لي السدر وسر لي أمر وحنا الأقدة من لساني يفقه وقول أما بع السلام عليكم الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين all praise and all thanks to Allah hi everyone I hope you are good and well in good health and faith Imam insha'Allah. and in today's episode we have an inspirational teacher and Ma'alin, a well known and a highly esteemed respected member of the Somali community Abdurrahman Awil Mahmoud Ma'alin Mahamud, so known as most commonly as Mr. Mahamud, and to two generations of Somalian kids, a teacher from Firth Park School, MashaAllah. And today he's kindly um, given us his time to share with us his life experience and his story, Inshallah, and I'll be picking his brain for his wisdom, knowledge and experience, Inshallah, so we can draw lessons from it. And so without further ado, I will welcome the Ma'alin. Ma'alin Abdurrahman, I will Episode of the World, from Amishke, the Human Habit Podcast, and it's a great honor and a pleasure to have you here today, and I really appreciate you in taking the time uh, to come here today, so just say, welcome. Thank, thank
1: you very much, Wayne, uh, uh, thank you very much, thanks for having me, um, I think, uh, <laughs> the last one for us.
0: MashaAllah, thank you. You're welcome. It's a great pleasure and an honor to have you here today. And MashaAllah, you've been, and it's nearly 25 years this year, right, since you've been a teacher and educator, MashaAllah. And so I just want us and to take us back to how it all began and what inspired you to become a teacher, InshaAllah.
1: Thank you, Brian. I honestly I wasn't, I wasn't planning to be in, in a single school for that long. So. But Alhamdulillah, uh, I am currently working at Faith Park Academy, which is a well-known school and uh, one of the best schools in Sheffield. Um, I started officially. I started working uh, September nineteen ninety six, but there was a time, there was a period of time that I've been working for that. But uh, next September, inshallah. 20 september 2022 is
0: going to be 25 years
1: of service at faith park i've seen quite a lot of change i've seen quite a lot of students coming and going (laughs) and i think that keeps me going in terms of my faith health because i enjoy doing it and i like working with children also i think this is in my gene, um, my gra- my granddad used to be a, a teacher. He really taught Qur'an quite a lot of people. Muhammad Qayr is well known. Uh, also, uh, my uncle was a teacher. Um, he taught quite a lot of high-profile Somali politicians. Um, quite a lot, quite a lot of them. And he was also a director of Somali Education, uh, Ahmed Mahmoud. Tahir was well known. So I think that's, that's how it started. And then also, if you look at my children now, my daughter's becoming a teacher, inshallah, inshallah, soon. And uh, um, all my 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 children, two of them have even done their work experience in schools. Yes, so man. I would probably say this in i G. <laughs> I'm really
0: enjoying it. But if yeah, if I split my
1: time, because all that time, of the, from 96... So I think probably to 201516 I've been teaching and uh, teaching students year students English as a, as a second language students for quite a lot of time yeah. uh, but but for the last five six years I've been off space and uh, working in a different um, department so I'm, I'm really in, char- uh, in charge of school admissions for our school and uh, also work in different uh, departments in school. so um, I, I'm not going to classes anymore. But because I'm off space, I've, I have quite a lot of other responsibilities as well, so that that keeps me going. I'm really enjoying it.
0: So, so was that passion there from the beginning, or did it develop, and as you got on with the job? I think,
1: it... if I be honest with you, that um, I I came. <laughs> I came to England
0: nineteen eighty
1: 1988, yes. Nineteen eighty eight, and
0: at the time I was twenty three years old. I'm a Young man, yeah. yeah
1: I, came, I came. I came from India. Yeah, graduated. Um, it was not my plan to work in school.
0: Okay, uh, what, what did you study in in India at that time then?
1: I I have done B. A. English and
0: Economics and Sociology as well. Uh, English and it, yeah. Um, and when I when I came to England, nineteen eighty uh, was in London for about seven, eight years. Oh seven so, okay, you lived in London for seven years? I lived in okay. London.
1: I work in London, but I honestly uh, I, I never thought that I'd work in school and and be that long. So when, when I never started when so I, did I first I... type of feedback, yeah. My plan was to, to work in school for one year and maybe do something else.
0: Oh, okay. So you yeah, had so it
1: so, so... so just grown so the bushes grown
0: from oh, that so from, from the experience then, yes, yeah the experience. what did you have the intention to do like in your what, what did you wanted to do and be like when you got your when you graduated from india even when you as a student in india if you just go back to that for a yeah. moment what was that experience like before One, one, one. when i was in india um, um
1: i think that i probably said that was uh, one of the best time of my life 1982, when uprise was starting in Hargeisa, Somalia, most of people known as a negator.
0: Okay, yeah, so before the first, civil war, yeah, before the Civil War. Before
1: the Civil War. Allah my dad decided to take us out of the country, myself and my three brothers. Shari, yeah. And we waited in Abu Dhabi for some time because my dad used to work in Abu Dhabi.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And then September 82, because we left May 82, Hargeisa, Somalia. And then um, September 82, um, my dad took me to India. Yeah. And then I joined a college called Spicer Memorial College. Mm. Um, I've done my plus two. That's where you would learn what you want to do in a
0: you know, degree course. Mm, sir. So that was a, a experience to me because
1: I've joined a college with 3,000 students. And uh, I've never been selected anywhere from... Our house, so I have joined yeah. three thousand students. Three thousand students, all of them were in a in, in a boarding, you know, college. So we used to s- sleep there, yeah. they study there, and there was only I think around four, six, seven Somalis, three girls and four boys, including myself. Yeah, some of us were there at the time. It was difficult for us as well because we were not allowed to meet except weekends. Okay, so just the main. Was that being that culture was that to learn the language so we have to develop our English skills and yeah. things. so if we, our seminars meet all the time every day and speak Somali that will not help so one of the criteria was that we are not allowed to meet except weekends.
0: Okay yeah so in order to improve your yes, English yes. it doesn't so distract think, you. So I
1: think that was a very good start training as well and two years later I moved to another college called Pono College that was part of the um, Puna university yeah. as well so that's where I have been I've started my degree course um, and then I've made quite a lot of friends quite a lot of really good friends um, I'm still keep in touch with them
0: so, so that time, Ab, did you come by yourself or did he come with you and then he went back or...? We
1: left Abba to India, myself and my dad. Yeah, and
0: dad he stayed home. there to set you up. And set then, yeah, you yeah, up, yeah, and my he, dad, so
1: it's everything where I'm going. So he literally my dad set up everything.
0: And then he come back. So and then he, he come back. Yeah, left you too.
1: Before before even going there, he contacts people there.
0: Oh, and to then, you Yeah, ha-
1: he, made the, he made all the arrangements. So when we go sure. going there, we knew where we going.
0: Sahya, he organized, sense, yeah, you organised, mashallah. So your dad was a very organised man. <laughs> man. Mashallah, mashallah, yeah. Well mashallah. And who we was the one who was like the teacher from the regime? What about Abba? What did Abba do? Did he my, do something my, else? My dad,
1: my, dad, uh, my dad did not do the teaching. My dad was uh, administrator. Okay, yeah. So he used to work at uh, a very big company in the, uh, that we call Zatko. He was looking after the, the administration of the company and he was really, um, I think, uh, people who know him that he remembering that
0: his how his skills of language especially in terms of Arabic and English yeah um, someone
1: told me um, someone told me a few years ago I, I said to me I born in Yemen and I have Left
0: in Arab language all my life But I've never known anybody who knows Arabic like that Mashallah <laughs> So <laughs> he was His language skills so
1: really very special Arabic and English
0: So he was passionate yeah. about language yeah. you see? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Everyone everyone's yeah. passionate yeah. about But he was uh,
1: Yeah he used to do He used to do administration so the Administration
0: of the of, Yeah of so he them, got yeah. contact with them. So he set up that And then once you studied in India Fast forward That's Is that when you moved to England then? when you came from straight from India to England after you graduated?
1: No, um my intention was that. I i always some of my friends when we talk about what you're gonna do when you finish yeah. your sales, Some of them used to say we need to go to Gulf, like you know, I need to go to Saudi Arabia and work there or I need to go to Abu Dhabi, I need to go to Dubai. That that time people used to like
0: to go to so- that was the intention. The intention. Yeah.
1: People just like to go to um countries and work there. For me, I really always wanted to go back.
2: And, and especially wanted to work at Nisa. Yeah. And I I when I was thinking to go back to
1: Somalia and work in Somalia, especially I have a really passionate about the, especially that city had mm. I never had that chance because the war broke out and uh, yeah. um unfortunately people have to free the country, and uh, um, I have to change all my plans going back to home because I even bought quite a lot of books. and I was trying to open, start a very, very small school on the side, apart from other job, I get it. Yeah, and uh, I spent quite a lot of um, those books. I've really been in Somalia for a so long time, and then I asked them to donate so people. So yeah. I bought quite a lot of books and to start a small school maybe one class and then develop from there
0: so, so that was your intention that you? was
1: one of my intentions mm, and yeah. there also but that was a side i want to do my you know my spare time to do that teaching yeah and then maybe do something else while
0: well, you start this while well, you have the intention of building this up you're yeah, thinking just yes, to go back yes.
1: but that did not happen so i end up coming july july um 1988 to london and then at the time it was my brothers and my sisters. Mm. Sorry, no sisters. My yeah, sisters. Sister,
0: yeah, you got more sisters. here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From that end of family, of course, sisters. But that's
0: yeah. yeah. one sister
1: at the time here. Yeah, and uh, I've got friends as well. Mm. Um, like Abdul Anis who he is here in Sheffield now. Yeah, um, he knew that I was coming, waiting for me and welcoming because we used to live the same house when we were living there as well.
0: So. Um, yeah. I, uh um and then I applied for refugee status, yeah in England it, that summer, yeah, yeah, so yeah, so your intention really when you were finishing it while you were studying and while you' doing that was all there, but because of the civil war, yeah. it all changed, so when you came to England, yeah. you really because the change of blender, you you had to rethink like what was it you had to rethink about what you wanted to do or it, yeah
1: it's just it it, when i came when I came to london 1988 hmm. um, everything was different from how things are today so, ah. and uh, um, because all for example in the community somali community all the all the information we're getting were negative information What's happening this time this has happened and then you, 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 you people used to listen BBC somali radio every yeah. day so that was not even available in the uk but you have to find call people with bbc and sometimes maybe have to follow to radio for if they say something about somalia so we everybody in the community have gone into this mentality of finding their loved ones whether they are alive whether they have the fleet somewhere else so at that time the the thinking of trying to find a good job or studying that 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 was not the
0: in the mind yeah so you're all consumed. your attention and your whole mind was all consumed with what's happening back home. Yeah. That nobody's even thinking about, like you said, no yeah. goals or what to do because everyone's just always yeah. thinking. things.
1: Well, 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 because everybody I joined here, all my friends well. Yeah. this is, everybody I joined in London, um, yeah. those people, some of them were really very activists as well. Yeah. So, this was the, everybody was talking about what's happening back home. Everybody was thinking about uh, family members back home. Yeah. Then the, the lucky ones have got used to work. If you get a job at that time, the only, the only possibilities are the security jobs and McDonald's was yeah.
0: the, the only Best, options. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but, I, but I managed to get to work... A hotel receptionist. Yeah, I, Only night shift because they won't give me day shift yeah. because there's not available. Sir. so I still work there, sit in the reception, and after the customers giving them the keys yeah. and every when they come coming, um, that was my first job.
0: Yeah, what, what what part of London did you live?
1: I I live in them first I live in North London. Yeah. So, with Adokani. Yes. Yeah, that was the first place that I live was uh, North London. Yeah. And Tambakline. So very close to if you're an Arsenal fan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> That's, that, Yeah.
1: That's in a totem. So so North London, but I moved. Yeah. I moved to West London, and uh, my brothers and
0: uh, we used to live in Wembley area. Okay, yeah, and then after that, before yeah, that, that's yeah. the only two places you lived yeah, in there, yeah. yeah. So. so at that time, really, so you're like going back to that point, you say everything was consumed by what's happening back home mm-hmm. and the civil war, that you never, no one was thinking about the future or goals and stuff. So it's just a case of getting along. So fast forward to
1: no, that, yeah. that, that, the problems that mm-hmm. because, uh. When you, when you apply for refugee status, because I've been asylum seeker, that's yeah for, for nearly three years, so yeah. that times there was a limitation that way. That some people, like some of my friends from Ethiopia, I used to have friends in Ethiopia as well. Yeah. Not, some of them, they were not even allowed to move out of London. Yeah. So if they're in London, they're kind of... Somalis really used to move around the UK.
0: Yeah,
1: and for the first three years, because mm. I was asylum seeker, I was not really allowed to do... Work as well, yeah. So once I got the refugee status in yeah. uh, 1992, yeah, and that was I was allowed to work, I was allowed to, I got a job and uh, cashier of a big company called RK Motors, and and then promoted to supervisor in the same company,
0: so, yeah. So
1: I've, so, I've, so I've worked nearly four years for that company, yes, yeah, so. and then. 1996,
0: moved to Sheffield, got married. Moved to Sheffield. So, you got Sheffield married, mashallah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, is that one of the main reasons you just moved from London as well, or just to start a new life here? I
1: think, I think, no, the, first, the first, even before I got married, I used to come to London because I used to have
0: friends. Oh, you mean you used to come, to yeah, Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, my my holidays when
1: I when I have after three months on I used to go Sheffield.
0: Oh, okay, so you had a connection, Sheffield. Yeah, I've got friends
1: of because the,
0: some of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> and your future friends. wife, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, exactly. my wife's from Sheffield. Oh, did you, you get? You, oh, Mrs. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, so you yeah, both yeah, lived there, and yeah, then, yeah, then you moved yeah, moved move from yeah. there. So, so, exactly. so,
1: I used to come and yeah. uh, visit uh, very close friends. Here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you had a link with good link, I had the connection of Sheffield, is Sheffield, was got to Argesa. Yeah. So it's health. Argesia school is also health. Yeah. Also, the water of Sheffield is really... I like the water. Yeah. It's very pure water. It's yeah. different because anybody who knows in London will really agree with me that you can't drink tap water from the straight away.
2: Yeah.
1: And then I ask people. And then they show me where the reservoir of water is that where we drink. It's not this. same we drink and we water.
2: Yeah.
1: I like the water. I like the you know the layout of the city and uh, I really like and then when I got married it's I just thought because I would I used underground for over six seven years yeah London I, I this just the time to try somewhere else because the transport system and uh, it's very conjecture right it wasn't for me yeah so I moved although my brothers and the rest of the family was there my farm my wife's family is all in London so I just decided to come here I show her and then
0: she she agreed to move. so, so. Mrs. Mashallah, yeah, but but so the Mrs. I, agreed so it's easy yeah. decision from there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. if the Mrs. agrees yeah. with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Mashallah, so that's when you started the new life in, so that would bring us nicely into then is this when you the teaching you were about to just so when kind I, of so when, to when, I, when I when I came to yeah in um,
1: 1996 officer uh, I was looking for jobs as well
0: yeah of course yeah and
1: then at the time there was a project called Sumas I I and what they used to do is that they used to support schools. Yes, sir. Um, because there was quite a lot of uh, people coming to Sheffield, especially Somali refugees and Arab speaking people and then, so that project was part of the education department run by ethnic minority BME um, staff who knows the culture and everything. So I have been introduced to um, one of the guys who was running there, and he said to me, we have a job for one day a week.
0: Yeah, once um, a week.
1: Do you want to apply? So I, I said, okay, one day a week, yes. So I applied, and then there were three of us. I got a job that was working one day in Silverdale School.
0: Silverdale, no, uh,
1: um, That was Highstone School. Okay. Highstone School. And then within two weeks, they rang me and they said, this Another day at Silverdale. Do you want to do it? I said yes. So I used to work Silverdale and high stores. Okay, so that's twice that was, a week. That we yeah, had, that was 1996. Yeah. Then they said to me, there's another half day.
0: Half day. Half day.
1: Half yeah. day at Fair Park School.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. And
1: Fair Park was really, because I used to live in Beach Hall, it was really walking
0: distance. Okay, yeah, yeah. so this is good. Yeah. So
1: I said, yeah, I'm going to try some, because this is two and a half days, so at least. um I've got 50% of the week job so yeah so I went there half day so when uh, I met the head teacher Miss um, Laycock at the time mm. and uh, um, they said to me we have a half day Tuesday afternoons so I used to go Monday to um, High Stores sure. full day and then Tuesday afternoon to Fair Park and then Wednesday to Silverdale and after yeah. 1996 academic year was ending. I got two and a half days at uh, Fed Park.
0: Yeah, two and a half days is increased now, yes. Yeah, yeah so it's increased
1: two and a half days. Mm. And then I
0: have one and a half days at the two schools as well. Sir. And then I've been
1: asked if I could do another one day to city school.
0: Okay, it's another school, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's on the other side of the city and then half a day at Hindhouse School, which is very close to Fred Park. Yeah. So I've got the full five days, but mm-hmm. I had to travel and I was, and I didn't have a car at
0: Okay, at yeah. The time, so I used to travel
1: by bus. Yeah. That was so. the a difficult bit.
0: Oh, um, that's a difficult it, challenge yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit challenging.
1: And then I got full time at Fed. No, I got also, I, I, and then I've, I've got a job, a project called Black Drax Project. Okay, yeah. Uh, which which is funded by the city, funded by Sheffield City Council. So when I got that, that was twelve days. I left all other schools except Fed Park. So I was working for them two and a half days. Yeah. And then twelve days at uh, Fed Park, and the a few months, I got full time both of them.
0: MashaAllah, they offered both same times. Same time, that was
1: the, if, if there were different times, probably I would have taken the first one.
0: Yeah. But same week, I got. Difficult challenge. Yeah, this is a good thing because I, I want to understand how people make like decisions as well. So, yeah. I, this is a good one to uh, to see so how did you I make So I knew decision. what to
1: do because the, the the project has been. I've got quite a lot of friends I was working It was also flexible that you can. We used to do outreach where I can travel and I, I bought a car and I can travel anywhere the in. Sheffield. Yeah. Um, in terms of funding-wise, there's no big gap. there's a
0: little bit similar. Sim- similar pay, yeah. Yeah, the pay was somewhat similar.
1: And then I asked a few of my friends, I said, what do I do? Yes. <laughs> so they said to me, Ask the the guys in the project how long the project is going to run.
0: Yeah, good question. yes. Yeah,
1: so the project, the project that the job I got was was got funding for three years.
0: Okay. Yeah, three years. Yeah.
1: Three years, and then I went back to school and I asked them, yeah. "This job I'm full time. I'm getting. You're offering me. Is
0: for how long?" I so. ask a straight Somali question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: yes. It was a bit surprised. I could see the feeling, but yeah. Um, and I've been told you have nothing to worry. So I told them that I've got another job. The advice I really the advice was that we're advising to take this, this this school job, we want you to be here. Yeah. And then I thought I look at the school, I look, and then I said, no, I think something tells me that you take this school. so I've, I've decided to take the offer from the school
0: so you went with your gut basically yes. yeah. <laughs> that's good so i'm interested in how like the thought process yeah. and, and the decision making so much like this. that's why i like it. this one of the things we want to learn from lesson because sometimes you get into that opportunity like where you say they both came at the same time if one of them came first it would have been an easy decision because yeah, yeah, you just yeah. take the first option. Yeah, but yeah. when two conflict, you or know, similarity yeah. decision, so you went with your heart basically. Mashallah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So so that was the that was the first moment. Then that was the first step into the your passion. Yeah. So that was
1: I've I've started full time at uh, full time. Member brother's self had fed back September 1997 officially that's my official yeah. document in 1997 yeah
0: and then I'm, I'm here I'm still there no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we all began yeah <laughs> so that yeah. answers the question how we all began so so some some some, some Someone said to me that,
1: yeah, I've, I'm
0: already doing two lives and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you're passionate, that's the yeah. other thing as well, is there's something to be proud of, you know. Yeah. If you stay, if what, like you say, if there's passion and you enjoy what you do and it makes you healthier, like what you just mentioned, it keeps you healthier and you feel alive, rather than imagine if you spend, there's people who spend 20, 25 years in a job they hate. <laughs> 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 you see, so it's when you look at it like that, if, it's it's like great if you do something that you love. But the other thing I'm interested in as well is in no so the, I'm interested in decision making which just gave us an insight into it, like how mashallah you went with your gut, mashallah, in that case. So that so this now when you started that so the passion you started to develop this passion obviously you weren't passionate about teaching because you never really had the intention at the beginning it was just more like you're looking for a job you come to Sheffield and also your plan before that was you know we say father of Allah because you all have good intention and good plans but if life the Qadr of Allah changed because the civil war and that you don't anticipate and so and then obviously coming to London as well you were your mind was engaged in what's happening back home rather than in the future and then when you move fast forward to sheffield now you kind of stumbled you kind of stumbled up on this you know, <laughs> but it was obviously the qadr of allah It was destined and maybe because of your granddad's gene it's just in you but maybe you didn't know because i always tell people there's three things that's extremely hard a metal diamond and to know yourself <laughs> qadr of allah shapes your life for you to discover so now this passion when did did you start to notice you were starting to become interested in teaching like you started noticing
1: I think I think if I would say maybe 98 99 2000
0: those years or because I'm into the new new profession new life that I've been Mm. really um,
1: it was not in my mind And um, also, it was something that I wasn't really planning, but I started to give it a go and then give 100%. And I like working with children. I just, day after day, I've been really enjoying it. And uh, I think on top of that, I probably, I I would probably say that I was lucky because the people I was working with was really all amazing.
0: So, so good
1: I honestly I have been supported I've been given the all the doors have been open to me and uh, um,
0: everything if I need anything I always there was someone there for me in school and, yeah. uh, I um, that keeps because once you have
1: people really uh, you work out really so supportive was so good
2: yeah
1: I think that's the key, because you have to have a, a good connection within the, the workplace. Plus, um, most of the kids I was working with were mainly from BME um, communities, especially Somalis and uh, Somali speakers and Arabic speakers and uh, other, other, uh, for example, uh, Urdu speakers, and because I used to be in India, um, my... my experience working with different people when I was very young helped me as well. Yeah that's really yeah. so I have I, I I became the connection of probably the bridge between the school yeah and, and the, community. the
0: community. Yes. That's so, right.
1: Yeah so I always uh, if the school did something I've I've been asked the advice would do, do how to approach this and uh, especially if it's with this anything Somali students Somali parents or maybe Arabic speaking parents. I'm really still doing that role, although I've different role in school, but that's the things I always advise because probably I have grown up. grown a lot older than that time. Yeah. I'm probably, probably experienced well, yeah. Thinking differently now. Mm. So I think that was kept me that school because I did not have a issue and then the first I remember i went to i went to i went to training course and something called the place called banner and i think it's not there anyway yeah. in sheffield so that's where the school syndication department used to do uh, training. Yeah. this
0: It's
1: near um Abbey road i went there and then this guy was doing the training asking people that uh, because we were all bme yeah. staff from different schools in sheffield one of the questions he would, we was asking was that whether we as a staff experience any racism or anything within school and people are really mentioning things was really for for me so difficult that's what they experience and yeah, then I was thinking oh my gosh where these guys are working from <laughs> and then he turned to me and he said Mr. Mahmoud can you tell us anything about this? and I said I was thinking racism in school, because he was talking about personal experience. Yeah. So I said to him, no, because uh, maybe maybe experience um, outside school, people saying things sometimes.
2: Yeah.
1: But the best time for me in school is that uh, while well, I'm in school because everybody calls me master.
0: Yeah.
1: Master Mahmoud. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so that gives you as a it gives you as a title and. Uh, yeah. As well. So, yeah. so I said no because I am really enjoying. Yeah. um, there's this difference of opinion, difference of
0: um, culture, and different people have, more, you know, experience different things in yeah. life. But uh, alhamdulillah,
1: thanks to God, um, for me.
0: School was really, um, I could write a book about it. Mashallah, yeah. So for you, because, you so Mashallah, like you say, it, for you, it just set up also, like you say, and you had a supportive environment, yeah. which is sounds like the complete opposite yeah. to what your colleagues that day <laughs> yeah, it <was> a <laughs> were experiencing. Event. Yeah, so you're yeah. kind of, and then, and then the, luckily also the bonding, you created a bond between the community yeah. and the school, it? so that also helped, and your experience, like you said, in India has probably helped uh, yeah. did, that, did that shame you did that shame you I
1: think it you did know, shame but, me because yeah. because when I went to India um, I was really very very young very young yeah I think probably around 17 years old yeah and uh, um, I learned how to live with different people yeah. how to manage yourself and then as a young young age I became responsible because my brother's Came as well. So I've been responsible for. Were
0: well, they younger than you?
1: They are all younger than
0: me. Yeah, so I used
1: to look after my brothers, probably other friends as well, and uh, and used to look after our finance. And
0: so you were seventeen so, and you're managing so, all that so stuff, probably, yeah. Yeah.
1: I've, I've learned how to manage things that at a yeah. very very young age. So. And
0: Alhamdulillah, it was successful. Yeah, so that shaped yeah. your 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 yeah, way of yeah. thinking and seeing yeah. So, so in this new challenge, it probably made it easy for you just to settle into this new, this obviously the school and that. So it took you, we say, about two years, and then you started to develop that passion for the kids because of the supportive background, and the kids were good as well.
1: The kids, the kids mm. were good, and uh, um, <clears> the <throat> students are really very good because. I was only dealing with probably probably new students who want to learn the language.
0: Okay, Ah, uh, yeah, sir.
1: And the the um from our cultural perspective, especially Arabic speaking and Somali speaking, um
0: uh, we we are really taught that the the, the most important best in your life is your teacher. So yeah, so yeah, do you have a respect for your teacher, is So we yeah. have to respect the teacher. I remember I remember that uh my
1: parents are telling you, you know, telling me that uh, the first, you have to respect your teachers more than anybody else. Yeah. So I think that message is going from most of our houses and uh, most of the families and community. Yeah. So even, see, sometimes if you see um, someone who's misbehaving, not doing the right thing yeah. and uh, even, even not, uh, responding to other members of staff when they see you, sure. they will stop because uh, maybe they, they, uh, some Someone asked me in school that why, why these kids don't listen to me and they listen to you. So, the, 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 the my, my simple explanation was that because most of the kids, especially when they are 14, 15 years old, you see them in the community, yeah. you see them in the mosques. And also, you know their family. Yeah. Although, um, I personally, in my professional judgment, I have never ever spoken to a
0: yeah. parent outside yeah. school. Yeah. But, kid, but still,
1: kids, because they know I, know I know their families. Yeah. They don't want their fans to know that they have been
0: ready. Um, yeah. They not doing the right thing in school, and that's the only reason that they
1: differentiate people person who knows them and yeah,
0: their family and compared to the other teacher. And,
1: and then yeah. the other teachers who who also knows them. So um it does make
0: big difference in that some,
1: case, yeah, yeah. Big difference. And then some some of staff used to contact and say, can you can you have a word with so and so? Can you have yeah
0: <laughs> So that that kind of helped, that's what I'm saying, that kind of connection, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When there's a problem because yeah. they only know them in that specific context, which because, is because school. you have
1: to build a trust because most most of the probably you probably know them. They
0: are they are around here Richard. Yeah. Most of the students that who have been in their all time in Fed
1: Park mm. The school I work with FedP now. Um, Whatever happens, we used to solve out in school. And I sit down with them and I say, "Listen, yeah. let's solve the problems here, okay? Yeah. You do this, you do this, and then sometimes I tell them my uh, experience and I tell them that um, what do you want to do when you grow up, and uh, um, so they knew that whatever happens, nothing is outside school.
0: Yes, <laughs> um, so it stays here. It stays there, and that that kind of Um,
1: experience and uh, understandings are really key Um, because they know that if whatever happens has to go beyond between of us, that's that's the leadership of the school, our parents coming to school and then explain what happened. so that's so so the trust everything the the key is the trust you have to build a trust
0: between the the student teacher any work
1: of any work of life as long as you have the trust then it's
0: really easy to manage but if there's no trust yeah managing will be difficult and guys that's it for today's episode inshallah we'll continue with part two in next week's episode and please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul and the habits of the body do matter, they shape our existing and our future in this life and the hereafter and you don't decide your future, you decide your habits and your habits will decide your future please always keep that in mind and please if you found this beneficial do me a favour and share it with family and friends and until the next episode inshallah, take care and I wish you success in this life and the hereafter and I ask Allah to give us all Rebinatina Fedunia Hassaneton will feel acrid, Hassaneton, Wakina had a banar, O Allah, give us good in this life and day after, and safeguard us from the punishment of the whole fire. I mean, Assalamu alaikum rahmatullah.